2: Talk about a musician who's proven his chops today's guest Radoslav Lukovic, is so thoroughly talented and draws on such a rich genetic pool of musical gifts that it's almost beyond belief. His name is, again, Radoslav Lorkovic, and with such a distinctive name, you could likely predict that he originates from somewhere in the former Yugoslavian region, and in that you would be correct. And you might predict that what you're going to hear today for Song of the Soul would be something very Slavic or Balkanesque, and you would be quite wrong in predicting that. Not to say that he couldn't do that, because I would put nothing beyond his musical reach. I met Radoslav, and that's Rod, R A D, for short, at La Crosse's Great River Folk Festival the end of this August, and that might help you better predict his mix of bluegrassy and boogie woogie and folk and more, mixed with a touch of operatic and classical. Get ready for great instrumentals, vocals, and lyrics as Radoslav Lorkovich joins us by phone from Chicago, Illinois. Rod, thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul.
4: Well, it's wonderful to be speaking to you. Thank you.
3: I'm so glad we could squeeze this in. You're not an easy man to track down. You're here and you're gone. You're here and you're gone. Where are you headed tomorrow?
4: It's a long story. Okay. The first thing I do is I go to Minneapolis from Chicago to meet with my songwriter friend Ellis. And then Friday morning, we're going to drive to Fairfield, Iowa and perform somewhere near the Maharishi International University. After that, we drive down to Kansas City, do some really swanky house concert, and I promptly wake up, fly from there to Detroit, to Amsterdam, to Torino, Italy, to perform, and begin a 12 day tour with my good friend Jimmy LeFay from Austin, Texas. After that, I fly back to Italy and do my own two week Italian tour doing solo shows. So, it's plenty of adventures to come.
3: <laughs> so, how good is your Italian? You know, it's functional.
4: As you established earlier, you're uh, fluent in French, and I'm somewhat fluent in French, but through French and having toured Italy a lot, I'm functional.
3: You've got this international connection in the blood. I guess in 1958, you were born in Zagreb, Croatia. And so you grew up, I assume, speaking one or more of the languages of that region. And so when you learned folk songs from where you were born and grew up for at least a little bit of your youth, you have to learn not only a different song, but a different language while you're doing it?
4: You know, the songs my grandma taught me were, in fact, my grandma, I don't believe she even had, she had a, I mean, she had that proper Austrian gymnasium education, you know, which is essentially a high school
3: education, but it's a fancy high school education, you know. And she spoke five languages fluently. And you inherited them all genetically, right? <laughs> <laughs> They come to me
4: pretty quickly.
3: Well, that's useful yeah. since you like yeah. to tour around Europe and no, I sure do. Many other places. Let's talk about your musical background right away, Rod. You come from a musical family, right? Yeah, it's almost an
4: inevitability that, uh, you know, if you're from my family, music's going to be part of your life. That's, that's just the way it goes. I have on my father's side, the premier pianist You know, in the entire nation of Yugoslavia was my grandmother, Melita Lorkovic. And she was the premier pianist uh, for three or almost four decades. And her brother, his name was Mladen Bozajic. He was also a great pianist, but he became a conductor, and he was the conductor of the Sarajevo Symphony for, I believe, 30 years. And he was really a beloved conductor there, and he was also a composer, and his works are still regularly performed today. And then, my father was a brilliant pianist, but he chose neurophysiology as a profession. (laughs) And his brother did choose music, and he was a violinist and a scholar and a violin professor, and he's published many books on the history of violin. On my mother's side, well, it's my great-grandfather. was one of the premier Czech conductors, a man named Hilarius Binishek, and he was the conductor of the opera in Ljubljana, the capital of Slovenia. So he was really the musical hero of that family, but my grandma, not the pianist, but my other grandma, was an opera singer, and she just sang all the time, and she's the one that really got me into music. I had a whole set of music. I think I had an hour and a half performance worked up by the time I was three years old. You know, she just <laughs> she taught me so many songs. I've, of course, I promptly forgot most of them, but I'm trying to relearn really some of those. They're, they're wonderful songs. You know, a couple of, I mean, there's a couple of the Czech songs. There's all the regional dialects. You know, There's they're song, they're Croatian songs, Dalmatian songs, and, and I, I knew them all.
3: And I mentioned before we got on the air, Rod, that I'm an international folk dancer, so therefore I actually do Croatian dances and all that. But your mother evidently had some dancing feet, too. Indeed she did. She was part of a touring folk dance company when she was a young woman and she then
4: she was dancing in the costume and then they had the the guys with the instruments playing the tamborizas. And, you know, I think that actually is sort of a segue to the opening song, because it's it's just a whole family of uh, stringed instruments, and they all sound somewhat like mandolins, but they're really crispy. You know, they're comparable, probably the most easily compared to balalaikas. And they have teeny ones that they have the really high pitch, and they have the giant bass ones, and they have entire orchestras of this. And I think it's that music that the first song... I find uh, the song Wheels of Steel is bluegrass influenced and I've always was drawn to bluegrass because it's mandolin-oriented and I think it just always reminded me of home. So this song is a bluegrass tinge song. I I had played two bluegrass festivals in a row. I had so much bluegrass in my ears that this song came about it's called Wheels
1: of Steel.
0: Peace. City. It was swaying side to side. All the girls there sure pretty. Now there's just one less round to ride. Wheels of steel, blades of grass, way up in.
3: song. Radislav Lokovic is our performer here and our guest for Song of the Soul today. That's from his recording Wastelands and Casinos. And I think, Radoslav that there's also a version of it on Blues Parade. Is it the same version or is there another one? Should they get that one so they can hear a different version?
4: Oh, they, they absolutely have to get both of them because you can't really get the full <laughs> <laughs> no, there. I'm I'm actually you know, It's one of those you know, you know, you like something so much Why not do it twice you know? And my version on Blue Parade I'm quite proud of That entire record a dialogue with the piano and the cello And then, of course, my songs and, and my voice The accordion makes a minimal appearance In some of them But Wastelands at Casinos It is a full band And it's it's recorded in my favorite studio In Austin, Texas With a band I play in I think there's two songs I've recorded twice. I also recorded Heading South, which will be the next song. That one appears on both High and Dry, and it appears on Wastelands and Casinos with a full band. And actually on High and Dry, it's kind of a cool version there. I had an interesting band with my longtime partner, Bo Ramsey, in the 80s. We had a band for years in the 80s. He played uh, electric guitars, and my friend Greg Brown sings harmonies. I think he plays some acoustic guitar in that.
3: Do you want to go right into heading south?
4: Let's go right into heading south. I would, you know, you could probably go ahead and go with the Wastelands and Casinos version of that. I'm I'm
3: kind of proud of that. I understand that you also have a version of it on Homer, A Piano Odyssey.
4: Oh, I'm sure I do. I do. I, do, I did everything <laughs> on the live show. It's all on the live show. So apparently to really get the full effect, I think you have to purchase all three CDs. <laughs> <laughs> So
3: let's get boogieing down, yeah. with, with some
1: heading uh, south.
4: Heading south is a yeah, it's a journey. It's, it's about the Mississippi River, and I take it all the way down to Memphis.
3: Heading south.
0: Brown shiny lake at a four-way stop. Driving my car. Stop lie in Memphis town, heading south. On a two-lane road, ahead and south. Think I'm losing control, ahead and south. Boy, old heading south. Just my never go home heading south. Baby, you and me heading south. Like a river to the sea, heading south. Can't turn around lie in Memphis town. Tired of monotone voices, nothing to say. I'm tired of motion, I'm tired of fast pace. tired of jerking around without the rhythm of grace. Heading south on a two-lane road. Heading south, think I'm losing control. Heading south, boy, I get old and south. I just might never go home. Heading south, baby, you and me heading south, like a river to the sea. Heading south, can't turn around. I am in this town Into Italy. I travel three continents in regularity. Everywhere that I go, everyone that I meet. A couple of doctors and lawyers are just the people on the street. I hear their that voice that unmistakable sound. Like a river to the sea heading south, can't turn around, fly in Memphis town. Oh, let's head on down there, man. Start in St. Paul, Minnesota, down to Hastings, Red Wing, Lake City, Wabasha. Winona, Templo, La Crosse, Linksville, Prairie du Chien, McGregor, Cassidy, Bowling, Batman, Muscatine, Burlington, Kika, Quincy, Hannibal, Saint Louis, Cape Girardeau, Cairo. K-Road, all the way down to Memphis, heaven's sun.
3: We're privileged to have as our guest today, Radoslav Lukovic, if you're Spelling of Croatian names is not quite perfect, and you don't know where to put the accents. Come via nordenspiritradio.org, where you'll find the correct writing of it. But Lorkovic.com is where you're going to find him. That particular version we listened to is from Wastelands and Casinos. Wastelands and Casinos, is this a place that you've lived?
4: You know, it's actually, it's a lyric and a song title. I'm always on the road, but I was really on the road at that particular time. I'd say that was about five or six years ago, and I just always just found myself driving either to and from the Midwest down to Austin, Texas, where I was actually living, and then I found myself in the Southwest, and then up to Montana, or up to. As you're driving around this country, it's either gorgeous, spectacular landscapes, or just nothing—just you know, just desert, barren. Open spaces, and then about every hundred miles there's a casino.
3: Now, that's one of the songs that I know that you performed on Prairie Home Companion when you were on there in 2013. I think you were on actually a few times. Did you become one of the pets of Garrison Keeler or how did that come about? You no, know, I
4: came pretty darn close.
3: He got to be kind
4: of a pal the first time we, you know, we hung out and had a really just a great time hanging out and talking. He's he's a brilliant man, and it was just a real honor to both be on the show and to get to know him. My good friends from uh, Iowa, Greg Brown, of course, and Dave Moore, they were almost like the founding members of the ensemble. So then when I was eventually you know, invited to the show, I, I kind of had that connection, but it's a pretty amazing experience.
3: Actually, I find your life to be rather phenomenal. In part because I'm an international folk dancer, Croatia means something to me. And so you mention any of the variations around there. There's a dance that I know or do that's from this area or that area. And, you know, so you want an Austrian dance, sure, yeah, I'll do that. And Dalmatian, sure, well, this, would, this dance comes from Dalmatian region. But what really blows my mind, because I'm thinking of you circa Croatia, is when you sang Wheels of Steel to start off, I would have said that there was a little bit of Dylan who was occupying your mouth at that time. And I'm saying, no, wait a minute. You're born in 1958 over in Croatia. You, you maybe left when you were about seven. And somehow Dylan infected you at that distance. How could that happen? How did your music go from what your grandmother taught you to the incredible array that it is now?
4: Mentioning Dylan, I think Dylan crept in there. You know, I was fully absorbed in Bob Dylan as a high schooler. I think I probably had every every record he had. And I remember my best friend would complain that uh, he would, like, confide in me and tell me some really personal, you know, important thing about his life, and I would completely ignore him, and I would just be singing a Bob Dylan song under my breath. <laughs> 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 so he crept right in there, but there, they that it was a logical progress, strange progression. One of the landmark events was a particular Grateful Dead concert that I heard as a 14-year-old, it was 1973, and that was kind of one of those game changers because I was, I went with a friend who immediately, you know, got the appropriate. I think you got a Gibson SG, which I think Jerry Garcia occasionally played, and we promptly learned the entire catalog and. There we were. I personally couldn't stop playing after that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you, I know you as a keyboardist, a piano, yeah. the accordion, but other instruments come into your hands once in a while?
4: No, they do, but they're usually promptly taken away from me. (laughs) If it doesn't have keys on it, I'm I'm really not authorized to play it. (laughs) But I do strum a guitar. In my mind, I'm one of the great drummers of the world, but that's just me.
1: (laughs) No one else (laughs) agrees.
3: So let's keep going on your Song of the Soul. What do you want to share next? Let's uh, move on to a more climate-appropriate song for your
4: region for uh, this time of year, a song called uh, North Wind. North Wind was inspired by a visit first to Green Bay, Wisconsin, and then up to the Door County Peninsula. It was kind of a pivotal time in my life. A lot of things were going on, but a lot of the imagery I pulled in from the Great Lakes and wrote it into sort of this
3: epic ballad. And the epic ballad is by Radislav Lokovich. The song is North Wind.
0: Well, the ship's that docked in the hut here on some men painted on the side Well a seagull flew by Calling out through a pale blue sky Well a smokestack flashed in the distance As the sun began to rise And a smile shone through the corner of your dark brown eyes And the north wind began to blow Through your hair and the trees all along the shore Through my heart as you said
1: you had to go
0: The road I still feel it blowing clear and cold. The ship still sits in the harbor, though the winds change course. Hot summer airs blowing Through an open car door But just as we're sitting there talking I feel a change in the night And the feeling starts to shine Through the faint starlight And the north wind began to blow Through your hair in the trees all along the shore Through my heart as you said you had to go Down the road I still feel it blowing, clear and cold As the clouds fill the sky The ship's on its way down south Leaving its cargo behind It's time for me to leave And you're already long gone I never really know But I'll be back before too long when the north wind begins to blow Through your hair and the trees all along the shore Through my heart as you said you had to go Down the road I still feel it blowing, clear and cold
3: sitting in the harbor and the wind coming about. I guess if people haven't been to Green Bay or up in the end of Door County and Sister Bay and all those places, maybe they don't know quite the imagery that you're painting there, but you do a good job of it. Oh, thank you. It's such a stunning part of the world there. Yeah. Now, that particular recording is from Clear and Cold one of your five CDs. You'll also get a live version on Homer, a piano odyssey. And again, I heard Dylan in your voice there. I won't deny it.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, there's a, a gentleman I play with a lot these days is a man named Jimmy Lafay from Austin, Texas. Well, he is considered probably the premier interpreter of Bob Dylan songs. And in our program, we'll, we'll you know, in a given night, we'll probably do at least four or five Bob Dylan songs. And he just adds, I mean, he he keeps the character of that folky, almost kind of like Woody Guthrie approach to singing, but then he just adds this great soulful vocal quality to it and musicality to it. So I'm still kind of living my Dylan dream by working with Jimmy LeFave, And then, you know, obviously I can't hide it in my own songwriting. <laughs> Neither can he.
3: And you shouldn't. And you yeah. shouldn't. I do want to remind our listeners that you're tuned in to Song of the Soul. This is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web. Northern Spirit radio.org And on that site, you'll find more than 10 years of our programs for your free listening and downloads. You'll find links to our guests. So if you have any trouble spelling Radoslav Lorkovic and finding his website, radoslavlorkovic.com, just come by northernspiritradio.org. Also, there's a place to leave comments, and we love two-way communication. I'm doing my part right now to communicate with you. We'd love to hear your response. Post a comment when you visit. There's also a place where you can donate to the show. That is how we are funded completely. It's not commercial. It's not some rich grandfather who's underwriting this. We depend on your donations to support this full-time work. But even more important than supporting Northern Spirit Radio, I'd like to see you support your local community radio station. They provide slice of news and of music that you get nowhere else on the American airwaves. And it's so valuable to have these aspects that get lost in the mainstream media. So please start by supporting them first. And that will also help support the careers of people like Radoslav Lorkovich, who is with us here today, He's out of Chicago, has been there quite a while. Iowa, evidently, has been part of the place that you spent some time. Maybe you were up in Minnesota. Did you ever live in Minnesota, Rod? It's the
4: first place I lived in America. Well, we did spend a year in London where my father was doing medical research, and we wound up in St. Paul. He was a researcher. He was doing postdoctoral studies at the University of Minnesota, and then he got a physician in Iowa City. University of Iowa. It's where it all happened for me.
3: <laughs> well, Iowa City's got its own wonderful climate to it. Yeah, just my wife actually is from the Amana Colonies, so that's where she grew up, and you know, until she went away to college. Their
4: favorite restaurants. We went there every Sunday as when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, there's a lot to love there. I'm still really intrigued about your musical genesis. So we've heard that Bob Dylan played a role in growing you up. You also mentioned that, you know, there's people like Greg Brown who you performed with, you collaborated with, along the way you mentioned Jimmy LaFave. I saw a video of you out there on YouTube where you're singing in the dark with you, which I didn't think anybody but Greg Brown was allowed to sing that song because he's an irreplaceable, what he is. And yet you do a very wonderful version of that. Is this something that you two used to perform together? I mean, did you get to be in on that?
4: When I was performing with him,
3: something about
4: that song just just really resonated with me. And then I just kind of came up with the piano-based arrangement that I came up with, worked its way into the way we would present it in our concerts. And I just thought, what the heck, I'll I'll just try doing this. And then when I recorded it on Clear and Cold, my first recording, and Greg was instrumental in putting that the whole recording and the studio, which was this wonderful studio, Studio M in St. Paul, but he and Prudence Johnson did a background vocal on that. It's a pretty cool arrangement that they came up with, and he kind of almost gave me the confidence to step out and become a solo artist. I always did sing in the bands I played with but it was he pushed me to get out there and get a record out and stuff and, and I was, he was very helpful in that in that sense
3: well keep us going on your music because we haven't got all that much time left yeah well the
4: next song speaking of Greg Brown there was a kind of interesting period there in Iowa City I was just living in some dull apartment not too far from the football stadium you know just right in the middle of everything in Iowa City and Greg was had this little place down by the river and he can for some reason convinced me to go out there and there's another there's a little place for me and then I wound up moving into this mobile home and I thought, you know, what the heck? You know, Greg was in there, they might he might have forgotten a few songs, you know, so I thought maybe I could absorb a few songs that he left behind, you know, so to speak, and I hung out there, and it was a productive period. But is the next song is one of those, but it pertains to, like, I, I took a trip to Europe, which I'm about to do tomorrow, but I, I took a trip to Europe in 1993, and I came back, and I was flooded out, you know, I couldn't go home for four months. All well, I have to say about that experience is, is, you know, people say, oh, how horrible. I'm sure it truly is horrible if you have a family, et cetera. But FEMA was very good to me. I came home. I couldn't go home. I had no home to go to. It was, you know, it was 10 miles of water between any road and my place. They put me in a hotel, the Iowa City. They, the restaurants all pooled in. I had sushi on Tuesday, Thai food on Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, <laughs> French food on Friday. It was it yeah. just it was phenomenal. Sucks it took to such great you. care of me. Sucks, to you know. Be and you. then when it was all over and I had to go home to my trailer, I was, was kind of disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, that whole strange, interesting time was really kind of the fuel. That led to, the the song is called Privileged Pain, but the imagery is uh, of the great flood of
0: 1993. My wheels are spinning and my head is aching. These mud roads will be full of rocks this spring Birds fly by to sit down By the river Flying back from way down south To where they've been I may be a fool For twisted pleasure I don't want to feel privilege pain After you buried him In your own backyard You just let me stay In the rain This morning I heard shovels And a backhoe Must have been that big guy down the lane He's fighting nature with his guns and his heavy equipment He don't stand a chance against the rain I may be a fool for twisted pleasure I don't want to feel Privilege pain. After you buried him in your own backyard, you just let me stay. It's raining from the mountains to the desert It's raining from the great lakes to the sea It's raining on some small town in New England It's raining on the hill of Italy I may be a fool For twisted pleasure I don't want to feel Your privileged pain After you buried him In your own backyard You just let me stand In the rain I may be a fool for twisted pleasure. I don't want to feel your privileged pain after you buried him in your own backyard. He just let me stay.
1: In the rain.
3: Radislav Lukovic is my guest today for Song of the Soul That's from his album, High and Dry, about his experience with the flood, I guess. At least you got to stay dry, even if your home got destroyed by this.
4: You know, it didn't. It was a miracle. I was on this little knoll. My little mobile home was on this little knoll. It Actually, the water came up to the porch. My truck was parked there. The water came up just halfway up the wheel wells, and I essentially lost Nothing. You know, except when I jumped my truck and fired it up, a snake crawled out of the hood.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Those are wild times, indeed. But speaking of floods, uh, this is where the where the floods. You know, the next song is about the great flood in New Orleans, Katrina, came through and caused that. And I visited New Orleans, and I took a particularly spooky drive. It was just a. I think three months after the disaster and we happened to have friends living right in the upper ninth ward and they're again, miraculously they were like fifty feet from the flood zone and their home was fine. And it just worked out. We went to visit and it was wonderful weather, sunny and three quarters of the town was just destroyed. And the French quarter on that lower ninth it was almost like New Orleans had turned into something more like Key West. It was just this little island. Surviving island of uh, the French Quarter which is on higher ground. The song Elysian Fields was inspired by the drive-in which is down Elysian Fields Boulevard and it was very ghostly and uh, kind of a powerful experience and that's, uh, that's Elysian Fields.
0: Before there was heaven down in you There was always a place called a legion will come hella high water throughout history You cross the big river to a touch that There were always a place called Elysian Fields We'll come hella high water Through our history You cross the big river to Elysian sea was parted so long ago Where Noah's great ark went We may never know But those two lanes of pavement About ten feet below Good. Just cross the big river to Elysian Fields.
3: From his CD, Wastelands and Casinos, Songs Elysian Fields, and he is Radoslav Lurkovich, and his website radoslavlorkovic.com. Follow the link from nordenspiritradio.org. A few more comments about the kind of music that you play. It's such a wide variety. I don't think people usually play as widely as you did. I mean, we've heard some boogie-woogie here today and certainly bluesy, and there's folk tones with Dylan-esque or Greg Brown stuff. You performed with Odetta of, I mean, wow. I'm really glad
4: you mentioned that. Yeah, that was the real pivotal experience, a performing experience of my life. As wonderful of an opportunity and as great of a challenge as I've, I've, I've experienced, that was a fantastic time of my performing life I, I learned so much, and I had just so many phenomenal experiences. It was a good, solid four years of touring with Odetta, and uh, it was just the two of us. So it's like I—I I mean, I, we've really became very close friends. We played every venue in all of the Hawaiian Islands. We were in Bermuda. We were in Italy. We were all over the United States, you know, all up and down the West Coast, and so many adventures. And it was just my piano and her voice. That was it. That was the show the highlight of my career.
3: Yeah, well, Odetta won't be replicated again soon. (laughs) (laughs) Just a a couple questions before we sign off, Mm -hmm. because I don't know if most people understand the intricacy of the spiritual and religious background which surrounds Croatia. I think... Think Croatia. I mean, it's it's got to have either Orthodox or Catholic influence, probably pretty heavily. But why don't you correct my misconceptions? Croatia is
4: entirely Catholic. Serbia is entirely Orthodox. As is Greece. And it's the cultural divide that goes back to the uh, the, the split in the Roman Empire, and it goes right through the former Yugoslavia the Eastern empire became the Orthodox church and the, uh, and the Western became the Roman Catholic church. And we're right smack dab in the middle of that. And then of course the Ottoman empire came in with Islam and, and they marched all the way up to the, the river. I think it's Drina river. That's, that's like a 2000 year cultural divide right on, right on that river.
3: Plus after the Ottoman, I mean, eventually it it's becomes communist territory and, Tito is the ruler at that point, and I understand that I don't like bringing this kind of thing up, but your father was actually killed by Tito's regime.
4: My grandfather. Your grandfather. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and uh, yeah, and grandfather, who I bear his name. Yeah, that's true. The, essentially, the communists came in, and well, our, our family belonged to what you know what, what would have been considered the elite, and they were essentially wiped out. And you know, just my grandmother and her son survived on the merits of her incredible you know, musical abilities, and that that seemed to transcend all politics, and that kept us all alive. <laughs> You know, at least this part of the, this generation.
3: So I, I realize that, I mean, you've had 50 years in the United States, plus all your traveling abroad since then. Has that left you with any taste, pro or con, about religion or atheism or anything? I mean, I I just think that you, you got to be in a boiling soup for part of your life. Yeah.
4: I'm open to any religious ideas. I mean, I'm... A, like, I think there's sort of a cliche. I mean, I think just music itself is somewhat or uh, almost entirely uh, something of a or you know, completely a spiritual experience. And if you're playing it, it's pretty hard to deny, you know, that it pulls you as a performer in the audience. And that's the glue that binds, you know, the people and spirits together, you know, and it's a powerful force. I'm open to all of it. I was privileged to go to Afghanistan as part of a cultural exchange, and I was I rehearsed extensively with these ancient, traditional Afghani musicians, and we worked with them and performed an incredible concert combining our Western sort of Bob Dylan-style folk music with the ancient, you know, Herat, Afghanistan uh, instruments, and I, I think that's you know gets. You're gonna do better by your religion, playing music than than fighting wars.
3: <laughs> so I think the moral of the story is, if you gotta have something in your hands, let it be an instrument, not a gun. Well, the other thing is, I think you're gonna. I think a, a little accordion could be a lot more powerful than a F-16s and uh, <laughs> you
4: know tanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually, you know, true true story, I I did bring uh my lieutenant colonel. He actually kinda he teared up, you know, he just after the performance that we played, he said, I think this I've been here for fif you know, almost fifteen years and this is the closest thing I've seen to a win in a long time. <laughs>
3: Thanks for bringing the gift of music. It's such a multi hued odyssey of music. All of the forms that you encounter in the U.S., but with these wonderful roots in this incredible area of the world around Croatia that you inherited through both sides of your parents. It's just quite a smorgasbord that you've laid out for us, which I guess is. Scandinavian, and I didn't hear any Scandinavian music today, but such a rich meal that you've laid out for us. I'm going to be grinning just watching you going around the world, translating all of the hearts of the world through your keyboards. It just gives me joy to think of you traveling and doing that, and it's been such a real pleasure to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you so much,
4: and I hope to get right up. To Eau
3: Claire soon. I really love it up there. <laughs> <laughs> Again folks, our guest is Ben Radislav
2: Lorkovich. On the web at radislavlorkovich.com or find him via Nordenspiritradio.org. You can grab his five CDs or maybe you'll have the good fortune of seeing him live on tour just about anywhere in the USA, not to mention all around Europe. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production help today and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul.